Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. We all grow up fantasizing about finding true love with a knight in shining armor and living happily ever after. But that's all it is. Fantasy. Fear not. I've been thrown much further by much faster horses than your steel steed. Not a scratch on him, but apparently he believes that he's a 14th century knight. So called Christopher Frederick Lyons of Norwich, at your service. Oh boy. This is all my fault. Where are they playing that lyrical medley? On the radio. I'm going to help until his memory comes back. What if he's dangerous? Trust me, he's harmless. First thing I think we should do is update your wardrobe by at least a few centuries. Greetings. Greetings. I'll let you get dressed. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a very merry, iconic podcast. I'm Danny Pellegrino. I'm Jenna Brister. And we are here to talk about a new classic. Oh, yes. <laughs> In the archives. A forever. ridiculous film that included time travel. Which is. <laughs> yes. And Vanessa Hudgens. So and many, <laughs> so many good things. It's called A Night Before Christmas, which I encourage you all to watch on Netflix if you haven't watched it before. You started listening to this podcast. Yes. And it's K-N-I-G-H-T. And you could just call it a holiday medieval remake of Encino Man, which we will get through because they really leaned into all the those beautiful things like what happens when a guy from the Middle Ages suddenly plucked down into Santa's Mm -hmm. village. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's good. I did love Encino Man as a kid. I loved it. So hard. Like, yes. Brendan Fraser. Also, like, he was so hot back in that day. He really was. It was peak Polly Shore, too. Right. Peak Polly Shore. (laughs) If that exists. It also reminded me (laughs) if that exists. Remember when Polly Shore was like an animated Disney character in a Goofy movie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pyodome. Anyway, um, what was that? Oh, it's also very Kate and Leopold. Did you ever see that mm, with Queen yes, Icon uh, Legend Meg Ryan? Yep. Mm-hmm. It was very much in the vein of that. Now, I just want to say I've been hearing from so many listeners ever since we launched this podcast. And it's so funny to me because a lot of people really embrace these cheesy movies mm-hmm. and the way that. I think they're supposed to be embraced. And then I also hear from a lot of people like, that movie fucking sucked. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe I watched that goddamn movie. Yeah, no Oscar nom from me. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, I just want to remind everyone, these are supposed to be pretty bad. Like, they're bad technically. And you just have to allow them to wash all over you. Like, we're not watching The Irishman or Mm -hmm. uh, Citizen Kane. Of course, You just got to... Throw caution to the wind mm-hmm. and let the decorations just seep into your veins mm-hmm. and forget about everything else 
for two hours. Yes. I like turning my brain off and yeah. watching this weird world. Because that's what I like about all these movies. They are really good at world creation. Mm. <laughs> you know? Especially with this. It's like, I don't know where they are. I have no idea right. where in the world they I live. Think they, I think they mentioned Ohio at some oh, point. Oh, because yeah, I your caught homeland. That. Yeah, my homeland. I caught there you that. Go. Um, but And at one point in medieval times, it did say 1334. <laughs> yes, and I yeah. did mark that in Norwich, my head. I said, England. okay, <laughs> so that's where we're at. <laughs> that's where we're at. Time-wise. So I knew it was like we were splitting our time between 1334 and then 2019. Yeah. So other than that, I think all bets were off. We yes, could have been exactly. anywhere. Yeah. It was somewhere snowy. Yes, and medieval times. Yes. And that absolutely. was a beautiful thing. I like that Vanessa Hudgens is leaning into all of these movies. I do too. I feel like she's getting good advice from her reps being like, just do this. Yeah. She is the next Candace Cameron Bure, or she's mm-hmm. Netflix's version of Lacey Chabert. And that's yes. the place you want to be in because she's going to be able to start making more and more money. This one she produced. Oh. So it was her very first producing gig. Yeah. So where else is Vanessa Hudgens going to be able to produce a movie? Exactly. It ain't and, happening. And she's a top-notch actress. I really like her. I like her, too. Yeah. She's like very likable. You know, I just rewatched High School Musical on the Disney Plus services. Mm-hmm. And I, I really plus also. I really enjoy the, those movies a lot. They're bad good. Yes. And then also there's a new High School Musical series on Disney Plus that like is way better than I think it should be. Mm. Like it's, it's like very glee-ish. Oh, that's cool. Uh, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. Disney's doing all sorts of things. I'm yeah. excited about. So let's talk a little bit about this movie. First of all, what did you think of the male lead? I liked that he looked sort of like a hobbit, like a hot <laughs> hobbit. You know, yeah. he's like an unlikely leading man. But that I think that was a good move because if you had like a chiseled Chad Michael Murray and Chainmail, I'd be like, no, I don't believe this. But I believed this guy mm. as a knight in training. Norwich. Yeah. What do you think? You know, I looked him up, of course, on Instagram, and he has since got a haircut. And the one thing that like really pissed me off about the movie was I thought there should have been a makeover scene for him, like a bigger makeover. They could have cut his hair, and I kept expecting them to cut his hair because it was like very long and shaggy. That's a good point, because all they did was give him a sweater and jeans. It was like shocking to me, because (laughs) I was expecting there to be a scene where Vanessa Hudgens brings him to the barber, and there's music playing, and they cut his hair, Mm -hmm. and suddenly he's more handsome than he was before. But they never cut his fucking hair, and I was shocked by it. And they in press stuff, you could see him in interviews present day talking about this movie, and he's got shorter hair, and he looks so much better, I think. Yeah. It was just a weird shaggy, and these kind of movies always have a makeover scene. There's always that trope. Yeah, yeah, it was weird that they didn't have it. But otherwise, I found him handsome. Mm-hmm. And and I liked him. Oh, also, I want to talk about, in terms of casting, Vanessa Hudgens' sister was played by, I think her name's um, uh, Emmanuel Cherokee, yes. I believe. Cherokee. Um, but she was Sloan on Entourage. She was. Which I think I told you a couple weeks ago that Matt and I recently watched. Not proud of it, but it seems to keep coming up in my life yes. because here she is. Mm-hmm. And she was probably like one of the best parts of that show. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was such an asshole in this movie. She was. <laughs> and she was so vapid. She was also hitting on the night throughout it. Like, so her sister finally has a guy who she meets in the woods. He moves into her house immediately and she's like hitting on him openly. <laughs> like, this is awesome. And also being such an asshole to her child. Like yeah. the kid, she just kept being like, stop eating the cookies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Parenting wise, remember what? I mean, we didn't get into it later, but when the kid goes missing, the her and her friend were like, we're going to go outside and play swords for a while. They didn't say for a little bit. There was a blizzard going on and they're like, we'll be gone for a while. <laughs> and so Chikri's like, okay, sounds good. And then of course they end up Chikri, lost. Chikri, you just go like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. whatever fuck her name is. Chikri. <laughs> yeah, Chikri. Chikri. I mean, we don't know how to pronounce that. <laughs> I don't know. Sloan. Sloan. 
Sloan. Yeah, let's call her Sloan. Um, but yeah, her parenting choices were really funny. Yeah, she, I liked she it. She kept like shaming. I felt like she was fat shaming her daughter about the cookies. Like when they were cooking the cookies, she's like, stop eating them. And then she said, stop giving them to your friends. And she just was like harping on it. It's like they're Christmas cookies. Let them do whatever they want with them. Like, yeah. They're for the children. Exactly. Yeah. What do you care, <laughs> lady? Uh, let's talk about the plot and how yes. this movie is set up. So we open in the medieval times. Again, it's 1334. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to present day where Vanessa Hudgens, she's a teacher at a beautiful school. She's got a gorgeous house on yes. a teacher budget. Oh, don't they always? I mean, I know yeah. it's, yeah, don't they, <laughs> they always? always do. I mean, I know it's <laughs> one income household. Yeah. It's Ohio, but she still wouldn't be able to afford that on a one income teacher yeah. salary. If you have a banister, you're, you're married. You know what I mean? If you can afford a place that has like decorations. So we see her in school and she gives a little speech about princes and princesses. And I want to ask you, do you think this idea, I don't know how to phrase this. So in movies now, we've almost gone the complete opposite way where anytime there is a movie about princes and princesses, we have to include a speech about how we don't need that and how do you know what i'm trying to yes. get at there's like a woke bro moment where they're like okay but being a princess doesn't mean you have to wear a dress you can wear slacks they have to say it now right it's almost like we have to explain about being into the idea of a prince and a princess bless you you're sneezing <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it is true because it's I want, like the whole fairy still, tale do we need that explanation or do is it okay for us to just be I to think, be okay with it. I think it's okay. Yeah. To be okay to want to be a princess. Yes, exactly. I mean, you could also want to be an engineer or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think we've gone almost so far in the opposite direction where it's like, I don't know that we need to keep explaining or making people feel bad if they are into the idea of being a princess and shining armor. Yeah. And I think it's amazing. That's why I think Meghan Markle cracked the code. I'm like, Do you I- managed <laughs> to bury the one eligible prince that's hot. Right. Like, way to go. I know. Good job, girl. I mean, do we hate most straight white men? Of course. Yes. <laughs> yes, obviously. Let's, you know, <laughs> yeah. call a spade a spade here. Yeah, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Prince Harry, though. Oh, yeah. And so then he meets the witch. Right. So he's in. And I like, because I didn't know it was a witch at first, because she had like a really cute overcoat, like a house coat on. Also, I texted you this. Was yes. she played by, uh, from Facts of Life? Facts of Life, yeah. Blan- was Blanche? Blanche. Name? Yeah, yeah. Was she played by her? Because it, it looked be. like it, but it. I never looked it up. I didn't okay, do I my research. It it'll be in the show notes. But yeah, it'll be. <laughs> we don't put anything, anything in the show notes. No. Um, but I love that she was talking to him, and he he's called a crow, an old crow. Right. What was her name in this? I, we don't know her name. But old crow. I think it was Blanche yeah. from the Golden Girls, and it was or not <laughs> not Blanche from the Golden Girls. What's her Blair? It's not Blanche. It's Blair. People Blair. were probably shouting in Blair from Facts of Life. Blair from Facts of Life. Um, not Blanche from Golden Girls. That's a totally different person who's now <laughs> passed. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And so he runs into her, and then remember he is like, "I can take you to town on my horse," and she's like, "Okay, loser. Here's your curse. Good luck." <laughs> and like rips his medal off of his chainmail and then he's transported to the future right he just goes to 2019 off to the races plot wise i think i yelled at the tv like what (laughs) okay a lot of things moved really fast it's like even when he got to 2019 i felt like there wasn't a whole lot of him being shocked by what was happening like we did get an alexa moment but yes. for the most part, he was like pretty okay with technology. He opened the freezer on his own. I mean, I thought Anne Hathaway had a harder time navigating being coming a princess than this guy had mm, right, right. navigating 
nowadays. Right. And we got to talk about their meet cute. So when he meets... In classic form, they collide in Santa's village and she spills cocoa on him. So good. Yeah. And then we get a a physical... Collision. Collision. (laughs) She hits him with her car. Shortly thereafter, she runs into him with her car. And she literally just says, like, I couldn't see. And it's like, well, that's not an excuse for just manslaughter. Yeah, you shouldn't be driving. (laughs) I couldn't see. Like, well, then get off the fucking road if you can't see. Yeah. I think that was Netflix looking at the Hallmark trope of, oh, the two leads always collide. And they're like, we'll do you one more. Hold my Coco. I'm going to have him or run into him. It's so great. And I'm a, ter- I'm a terrible driver, but I still have never ran into someone. <laughs> Me neither. Like, if you can't see, ladies and gentlemen, while you're driving, then you should pull over and not drive. Like, yeah. just suspend your driving. Yes. You just Don't just keep going and hope that you don't hit anyone. Unless you're single, and then, like, maybe yeah. do it. Because then she immediately brings him to her house and then says what I think is one of the hottest lines of the movie. Oh, here, come in to my house. Just leave your armor in the car. I was like, what? I was like, okay, this is getting hot. And <laughs> if it wasn't love at first sight, right? Like, that's what we're supposed to believe, right? This was love at first sight. Yeah. So if it was love at first sight, do you think it was inappropriate when she did bring him back to her house that she just started talking about her ex-boyfriend right away? Oh, yeah. And made him wear his clothes. Just yeah, a she little- like went and started monologuing about the ex-boyfriend. And I thought, mm-hmm. girl, like you're just meeting this new love of your life. Yeah. Don't be talking about the old guy. Yeah. He's already moved on and with someone. But I like I like how she called him a douche. And then that came back later when he was like, well, I need to thank the douche for his garments. <laughs> I was like, ah, ha, ha. that was good. <laughs> that was good. But we sh- I mean, just invited a stranger into her house to sleep. That's a theme also. Remember no in our other asked. one with Ryan Philippi, the right before Christmas? Oh, Chad Michael Murray one? Yeah. 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 Remember, she's like, oh, you yeah, steal my grandma's mail. <laughs> come on <laughs> yeah, Come on in. Come on in. Yeah. But her, so he's in the house. Her house was so cute and decorated mm. too, by the way. Like, mm-hmm. it looked really nice. Yeah. And then he takes a bath, he takes a shower, and then we get a scene that we wouldn't get on Lifetime or Hallmark, where he's shirtless in a towel. She sees him and she has that little like flirty moment mm-hmm. and it was cute. That's just, that's something I feel like I've seen in another Netflix holiday film. I don't remember which one, but we wouldn't see that in Hallmark. Yeah. We and they, you're right though, because I think then they also watched Holiday in the Wild. He was watching that, which is oh, the yeah. other Netflix he one. Did you see that? He was watching that yeah. Netflix movie. Which I loved. That was a good plug. And then Vanessa's sister calls her and she's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She, Vanessa's like, well, uh, you know, this guy's staying in my house. Yeah. And Sloane, we don't know her character's name. After nine seasons of Entourage, this is weird. Like, <laughs> you saw someone do coke off Ari's asshole. Like, come on. <laughs> like, this isn't that crazy. Which, by the way, the guy who played Vinny from Entourage, did we already talk about this? He's in, He was just in a Hallmark movie called like, Christmas in Graceland. Yes. I recorded. I haven't watched it yet. Okay, yeah. Anyway, uh, then... We do have this scene where Vanessa and the night, they go to a diner. Oh, yeah. And one of the things that he was shocked about was tater tots. Yeah, and he was about to cook a skunk in her neighbor's yard. He, like, had killed a skunk. And that's why she was like, don't make this. Let's go to the diner. And yeah, it was so fun. And the diner scene was cute. It was really cute. Yeah. Also, I mean, even the diner was, like, decorated beautifully. Yeah. She, he kept saying, like, another one, wench. Yes. <laughs> See, those are the moments that made me like it, like in Sino Man, where it's all these caveman tropes, but his are just medieval knight tropes. Mm -hmm. I was like, yes, 
Are you a fan of medieval times, like the restaurant? Big time. Me too. Used to go a ton. We should go. Where's the nearest one? I think it's like out in Covina or something. Let's go. We should go. I like a lot of medieval times. Let's do it. I'm not sure if I would still like it. I'm sure I would. Let's give it a go. But I remember when I was a kid, I thought like the food was like the greatest there. And you got to eat with your hands. <laughs> Everything. There was no fil- silverware. We I went for it. school on like a class trip to Columbus. And yeah. I remember it just being like the best time. Yeah. Anyway, um, there's th- another little trope that we get is the Alexa, which I mentioned. And Alexa's annoying him. And I really related to this because I fight with my Alexa all the time. Oh, yeah, you have an Alexa. Like, sh- I'm probably saying her name too loud. I muted, Sorry, the, one- Alexa. Oh, you I muted the one here in the office because every time I would oh. record, she'd start talking to me. Yeah, she's answering your questions, which are rhetorical for the listeners. But I did understand that when he was arguing with Alexa, I was like, I get that. Yeah. She never listens to me either. And she recently, the Alexa just changed. We had all of our lights connected to it. So we would have to say, like, turn on living room. And then our Alexa, like, recently updated or changed something. So now the lights never turn on properly. Oh. It's been a real nightmare, Jenna. Like an overlord of the home. But that was a cute scene, though. And then he stashed Alexa in the freezer because he didn't want to, because he didn't want to talk to her anymore. I was like, classic there was one point right after it too where he i think it was when he was watching that rob lowe kristen davis movie yes holiday in the wild there was a point and this is vulgar and my apologies to everyone in advance but it looked as though he was about to jack off oh did you catch this i didn't <laughs> he was in like sweatpants and this is maybe my mind like going to places it shouldn't but you're like <laughs> the way he sat back and like had his hand on his like it was very it suggested to me i was like is he gonna I know we can get away with some more things in Netflix, but... Yeah, and time travel is stressful. So we probably had a lot of, like, you know... And he's with this hot girl, and exactly, and he's like, he's all thrown off. He needed to let one okay, loose. I'm going to go back and rewatch that scene and see. I swear, he, like, kind of leaned back, and I was like, this, yeah. is, this is getting hot. Okay, yeah. <laughs> anyway, the next day, he started to pick up the slang. So he, like, told Vanessa Hudgens, he's like, I learned all this stuff from watching the TV. He said, AF... Mm-hmm. Which was funny to me. And then he had he said something to her that was like one of the most romantic things I ever heard. First of all, he's wearing the gray sweatpants. And oh, which says, we both know Channing Tatum. That's like uh, I the love best a gray thing. sweatpants. Oh god, me too. Nothing better. Nothing better. While he's in the gray sweatpants, he says to Vanessa Hudgens' character, Do you want to binge TV all day? And yes. I, thought, I agree with you. I got physically turned on hearing him say that to her because I think that's the most intimate thing. I mean, besides she just let him move in and wear her boyfriend's clothes, I think that's the sweetest thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. It was a beautiful moment. Who yeah. doesn't want to just binge watch with the hot guy in gray sweatpants? Oh, totally. Although I will say, I bet you his breath was terrible. Like, cause he oh. didn't, we didn't see him ever brush his teeth. There was never, you're right. There was no grooming update scene. That's why okay, they needed that makeover scene. Oh, you're right. They like, should have floss. And he's like, what? <laughs> I use a horsetail or something like that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. They should have had a scene where they cut his hair, they flossed his teeth. And, or do you remember in Dumb and Dumber when they had the makeover scene and they like, uh, sanded off their toenails. Yes. With the, the electric sander. Yeah. The like they needed, line. that could have been part yeah. of it. Yeah. That's so true. It? Okay, well, hopefully, they also, did also leave it open for a sequel. Do you notice that when his brother meets the old crone at the very end? Oh, my God. That, the doorbell's ringing, just oh, ignore it. Oh, I'm oh. not editing this podcast either, oh, so, so the all the robots are talking to us. <laughs> um, but, oh, what was I going to say? Now I lost my thought. Oh, the the, oh, the sequel. Yes. No, oh, the, the sequel. sequel. Okay. Yeah, they set it up for a sequel. Yes, Mar- Marvel Wishes. <gasps> 
I mean, Marvel they literally wishes. set it up after credit scene. We're jumping ahead, but they set up a sequel. And oh. I, for one, can't wait for that. Is the sister married? Oh, that'd be weird if it's brother is sister. The sister had a husband. Yeah, he had a husband. Okay, yeah. but maybe there's someone else. Maybe there's someone else in the world. Yeah, do you think the sequel would be about... I mean, it obviously would be about the brother, yeah. medieval brother, but then who is the girl? I guess we'll see where the crone sends him. Because Vanessa, be Vanessa Hudgens had not a single friend no. in this film. No, she only had students who would just walk up to her in public all the time. Like, hello, this is my life lesson. And they walk away like, thank you. Good job. <laughs> Good job. Just spew a monologue at yes, her. Yes. But not one other friend. Where was her friend? Normally they they give the lead at least one friend. They gave her a sister, but I yeah. thought, you know, yeah. she don't have no friends. Yeah. A mean sister. Oh, yeah. And then they fall asleep while binging. I thought this was so cute. They wake up the next day. You know, it's like, are you continuing to watch? That was so cute and so romantic right. and intimate. Right. There's nothing better. And I know we're in Thanksgiving week right now, and there's like new shows that'll be released, I think. Mm-hmm. And I honestly can't wait for it. There's nothing I like more than binging. Oh, same. I met a guy once, and we binged at my house for seven days. Ugh, what and, did you watch? Oh, everything. A lot of Netflix shows, sure. a bunch of movies. But then I was like, are you my boyfriend? He's like, no. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Can't <laughs> win them all. <laughs> yeah, totally. But it, because it just feels so intimate, yeah, you does. know, like being yeah. able to sit on a couch with someone and watch stuff that you both like, that's amazing to me. I like literally think about the weekend uh, from the summertime when the new Stranger Things was released. Oh, and it yes. was like our best weekend. It was when we kept having those earthquakes. Remember when there were mm-hmm. like two in a day or mm-hmm. something? We yeah. were watching Stranger Things all weekend and there were earthquakes and it was just like bliss. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. It was just bliss. Yeah. And I'm watching that morning show now with on Apple. Are you watching it? Yes. I Aniston like it a lot. Although it's like getting weirder and weirder to it's me. It's dark. It's like getting <laughs> yeah. odd. Like that one scene when Jennifer Aniston was singing, yeah. I was like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, totally. But I'm enjoying it a lot. But I think it would be better if I had them all to binge. Mm-hmm. I don't like the weekly release. I'm so with you. I'm like that with Mrs. Fletcher on HBO. I'm really loving it. We're, sa- we're saving that. That's really smart binge. because it's yeah. painful to not be able to watch the next because it's so good. Right. It's so good. We watched the pilot of that on HBO yeah. and loved it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let's wait until the restaurant. You know what we're binging now is Dollface on oh, Hulu. I seen that. It's with Kat Dennings. It's oh, okay. Yeah. It's not like I'm not going to rave about it. Yeah. It's not. But it's okay. Yeah. It's like an enjoyable binge. It's easy episodes to watch because they're 30 minutes. Oh, that's good. So when you had the seasonal cold coming up, flu right. season. You know, I was just so sick and I binged. Um, I binged Oprah behind the scenes. Do you remember the last season of Oprah's talk show when she did the behind the scenes for own? It was like a reality show about making of the last season of Oprah. What? And I had never watched it before. And okay. I found it on like the AT&T app. Mm-hmm. And it was phenomenal binge. Like I was so ill, yeah. but it like made me feel okay. Mm-hmm. Cause she just <laughs> makes you feel like everything's going to be okay. Oprah Such does. a good reality show yeah. though. And oh, it's only cool. on the AT&T app. So people don't ask me. It's on the AT&T. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, anyway, back to this movie. I do like how they had the timestamps a little bit. It would say like December 21st. Mm-hmm. So we knew when we were. Although I will say by the end of it, I was like, they fell in love pretty quick. Like it was like a week or something. Because they watched shows together because of the binge. I think it accelerates the emotions. But you're right. Like it did. It moved fast. Yeah. But then I like that it also triggered everyone's favorite trope, the orphan reveal. Cause then there was the box of mom's Christmas ornaments. And then we found out her dad died also a couple months after that. And I was like, this is what I was waiting for. Wait, I didn't even 
uh, tell you this, but yeah. the ornament, do you remember the ornament that they pl- pointed out? It was from that other Netflix Christmas movie. So apparently the, um, uh, was it the princess switch? I can't remember the oh. name, forgive me, but the one, the big one from last year. Hers. Not hers. Oh. The other one about the prince. Apparently they're in the same universe. What? Yeah, like the- Netflix. I I should have <gasps> written down the details. We don't do the research here, but you can look it up. Yeah, yeah, it's the same universe. Yeah, so. I just showed up at Danny's house and we're doing this right now. <laughs> Again, Marvel shook. Yes, yes. It's the same universe. Marvel is shook. They're connected. That is really cool of Netflix. I like that. Okay. Yeah. I so know. So we might together. we might get some sort of weird like uh, Avengers type crossover with all of these Netflix holiday movies. Yeah, I'd be so into that. Oh, and also in the scene after they do the binge, she's still calling him Sir Cole, and then finally he's like, "You don't have to call me Sir anymore." Like he let it go on for like four days of this. Like four days was fine. Exactly. Yeah, it's like okay, I you took me in. You can just call me Cole now. <laughs> I was like, yes. He was also very like dumb and she was yeah. like surprisingly okay with it. Like yeah. he was pretty dumb. At that point, I mean, it's also the holidays. It's cuffing season. If I've met that guy too, I'd be like, "All right, let's do this." <laughs> Did you notice that scene when the sister came over to her house with the daughter, with the niece? <laughs> and the sister basically was like, "Look, we would have brought you cookies, but some little bitch decided to share with the whole neighborhood." Like <laughs> <Yeah>. she was <laughs> She threw some like shade at her daughter again about the cookies. It was like every scene she kept saying something about the daughter eating the cookies or giving them away. Yeah. She was such an ass. Giving her a complex <laughs> later in that the universe there's therapy. A hundred percent that daughter is gonna have eating issues. Yeah. For she sure. Also almost died on a frozen lake because her mom was like, Yeah, you can go play swords in the blizzard. What? <laughs> that daughter is gonna have so many issues. <laughs> totally. So many issues. Um, I did like though, I think we briefly mentioned this when the knight was teaching the niece how to battle. Yeah. I like that. It was like, yeah, show young girls that they can kill people with swords too. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. That sword play is fine for any at any age. Right. So they have that scene where the niece gets caught on the ice, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then the cop comes and the cop says to Vanessa Hudgens' character, she he says, like, who is this guy? Like he just shows <laughs> yeah. up. And then Vanessa says, Well, who are we to say who he is? And it's yeah. like, well, <laughs> This logic is kind of backwards. You can't just believe anything anyone says. No, you can't anymore. No. If a man says they're from 1334, like, I think it's okay to say, nope. (laughs) No, you're not. Shapeshifter. And then he offers him a job at the police force by the end. Like, he already has a living girlfriend. Yeah. And now he's like, hey, you're really good at search and rescue. We have an opening at the police station. I was like, this is hilarious. I know. All he did was, like, (laughs) save some old lady's purse. Yeah. And the cops are like, well, you should come to the forest. Mm -hmm. In Santa's (laughs) village. Um, Come to the forest. Did you catch that one time when he asked to borrow her steed? And he was like, her car. And she was nervous about handing over the keys. And never once did he throw back in her face that you hit me with your car. Right. She's like, are you sure you know how to drive? It's like, are you sure you know how to drive? By the way, you don't just give your car keys to anyone. Like, there's insurance things that you have to go through. Like, he's not insured. I would never give that man my car. I don't, Matt and I have been together 10 years. I don't even like him driving my car. Little one, I'm going to give someone from the 1300s the keys. Exactly. Fuck that. Oh, God. It's Uh, so good. Her sister, the guy her sister was with, I think it was her husband. Yeah. Like, like, he wasn't around much, right? But he's apparently, like, I know. (laughs) 
by the way, he like said he worked a million jobs, but he still finds time to volunteer. Like that's what that guy said. And I was thinking he's fucking someone on the side. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's for sure. No way. He's not just working a million jobs and volunteering. Like he's the volunteering got- is for his conscience. <laughs> right. Uh, I want to mention there was, there's someone at the front door. The door. I'm not I'm editing this, so I apologize. <laughs> no, listeners. That's fine. You guys know what it's like. This you know life is like. full of interruptions. People keep knocking at the door. Uh, but Can we check it. No, no, no. We're fine. But okay. Matt, I'll get it. Um, I want to point out that there were no gay people in this one. Oh, yeah. Again, Which Netflix... Come on, Netflix. That's surprising. Not a single gay? Like, give me a gay. Yeah. Give us a gay. There was apparently a Lifetime movie this week, a weekend that was supposed to be really good with Sarah Drew. I forget the name. I think it was called maybe Twinkle All the Way or something mm-hmm. like that. That sounds right. Uh, but there was apparently a gay couple that has a gay kiss. <gasps> And so, yes, lifetime. I know I gotta watch it. That's I fantastic. Because I, I wrote, I wrote a gay character into my lifetime movie, Just, and they cut out all the obvious stuff. But I, they let me leave in the fact that she was a basketball coach and perpetually single. Interesting. Which are not things that say someone's gay if they coach basketball and haven't <laughs> found that's hetero all they love. Would leave in. <laughs> that's all they would leave in. I was like, it's enough for me to you know, know that. You know, I thought of this. No one steal my idea, but I thought of like doing. Uh, one of these Christmas movies where it's like a, a take on Wizard of Oz. So mm-hmm. it'd be called like, there's no place like home for the holidays. And it'd be sort of like an updated whatever. But I was thinking there would be a character that was best friends with Dorothy who would go around saying, I'm a friend of Dorothy, which that's slang from back in the day, de- back in like the fifties and stuff. Gay people would say, I'm a friend of Dorothy to like, yep. let you know that they that's were gay. Cool. Can it be Stanley Tucci? Yeah, sure. Okay. Or but I was thinking like, that would be playing it. Me. <laughs> Daddy, yes. Yeah. Oh, cast instantly. But, you know, the character would keep saying it. So, like, that would be the way to be like, I'm a gay, to slip in. I was thinking, I like, that. I don't think they would catch it in a Hallmark movie if a character was just like, I'm a friend of Dorothy. Yeah. Right? But everyone would, like, that'd be, that's how there'd I be an uprising. Of, be like, finally. That's how I thought I'd slip Can there be time in. travel also? Yeah, of course. Okay, good. Okay, good. Well, of that's course. a really great idea. So, I do want to point out Vanessa Hudgens' dress in this movie. Did you see that red dress? Wow. She never looked better. She looked stunning. She had those two drop ball <laughs> yeah. earrings with the with the red dress. I thought she looked phenomenal. And she was dressed to go work at the feast. There was a Christmas Eve feast. She looked amazing. She looked so good. And there were all these kids at that event, too. Mm-hmm. And they kept going to take pictures with the night as if it was Santa. Yeah. <laughs> like, <it's> <laughs> yeah that's Santa. right. Yeah. People taking selfies with him. And he he did a good job, though, of being that kind of dumb, like, oh, I don't know what this is. But he ne- he didn't ever inquire. That's what was interesting. We never once was like, what's this? Explain this to me, which I thought was cool. And that would have been annoying if she had at every turn be like, this is a remote. Oh, this is how it works. This is how this works. Because you can just do that for a whole movie. Yeah, it would have been too much. Yeah, but they just made him know how to put on his own pants. We we haven't talked about that redheaded woman that had two scenes where she kind of flirted with him. The neighbor. Oh, who was voted most... Biggest flirt in high school, which is proof that shit follows you guys. Right. That shit. What was your senior superlative? I was, I, this sounds braggy, but I was voted best personality. Oh, yeah. And most involved. Most involved. I think it was most social. I wasn't junior high. I forget. Oh, yeah. I think that was the same thing for high school. Most involved. I love yeah. that. Yeah, it was very involved. Yeah. I remember we and had to take the photos for them and... They wanted us to like look like the superlatives in the photo. So for the most involved one, I had to like hold the school calendar. <laughs> it was like one of those day X's planners or something. Yeah. And they were like, hold this in the photo yeah. to show that you're involved. 
I was like, it was a simpler time. I was a very nerdy, like I was class president. I, I was, was like very yeah, nerdy. Yeah, I was school president. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so funny. Um, but it does follow you. And so this redhead, she kind of goes up to this guy with the mistletoe. Yeah. And she flirts for a second and then she finally goes like, go use this with Vanessa Hudgens character. Yeah. But I kind of wish they had that redheaded girl be more of like a aggressive whore. And and frame her. I wanted to, someone to be framed, like for her to wake up on the couch and be like, "Oh, I'm sorry, this is your house," <laughs> like you know, right. in a in lingerie. But I I did re- love the bold move of walking up and being like, "There's this legend about mistletoe," and just she was very bold. She was fast, very bold, a fast girl. You know, you said what? Did, what did you just say about she framed or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. She would- we're going to be talking about Christmas with the Cranks for next week's episode. <laughs> yeah. And I just want to say briefly, because it's coming to my head, I like at the end of that movie when it turns into like a heist. Yes, yes. <laughs> we'll get 100%. there. We'll get there later. Yeah. But everyone stay tuned for that recap next week. Yeah. It was an action movie on Jamie Lee Curtis's side. <laughs> it literally it like shifts, fo- it shifts focus from like Jamie Lee and and then it goes to her daughter and, the, and then all of a sudden it's a heist movie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, there's a scene where Vanessa Hudgen cries in her kitchen at night. And relatable. It was, sad. it was so relatable. The amount of times I cried in a kitchen alone while eating. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the limit does not exist. Yeah. Same. She was doing a lot of tear work, mm-hmm. too. She was doing some good crying. Yeah. I thought it was great. I believed it. I always get sad whenever they bring and, up how everyone's parents are dead. Like, no one in this world lives past middle age. You know, yeah. I, I saw no one over 50. Right. There's no people who are obese, no one no. over 50, and no LGBT. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> they don't exist in Where these is worlds. This? <laughs> yeah. um, but she was really sad that he left. He went back to medieval times. And also, surprisingly okay with it. It was just like, well, he's gone. Mm-hmm. She ran into the student at one point, and she's like, well, you know, life doesn't work out the way you want it to. Yeah, I'm single again. Because it was just a week, so I bet she was beating herself up for catching feelings so soon. Mm. But then again, he did live with her. That whole time, and they, she grew feelings. She did, and I know I was sad when he left too. Yeah, when they he was transported in that portal, right? That at yeah. Santa's village, the portal, the portal. I guess the yeah, the portal, the portal to another yeah, time. You guys get it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I liked when he was back with his brother, and he was basically like saw his brother who he hasn't seen for a week, and was like, "Look, I gotta go back to the future." I'll never see you again. Bye. Yeah. Like he was surprisingly okay with like never seeing his brother again, yeah. even though. Obviously, we're going to see the brother. They're going to see each other in the sequel. Mm-hmm. But he was just like, look, I love this girl. And the brother was like, okay, then go to the future. And yeah, that was their goodbye. My- yeah, you're right. And you can miss my ceremony. That's why he wanted to get back because Christmas Eve, his brother was going to be knighted. Mm. And like as someone who's been in couples therapy because her boyfriend is obsessed with being with his brother on Christmas Eve, I related to this. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A few, of my, a few of our listeners know what I'm talking about. But yeah, that's a, a, an issue too. I mean, they were only together for a week, so it's a little different. But it was, I get where, why he had to go back for the brother, but also to find this crone and be like, did I complete my quest? The witch. Yeah. Blair. The witch. Blair. <laughs> Blair. The facts of life. Meanwhile, back in present day, it's Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. And Vanessa goes to her sister's house. And a puppy appears. Oh, yeah. No explanation of where the puppy came from. No one's been caring for it. None of the adults in the house know. The puppy was just there, and none of the adults understood. I flagged that also as problematic. Very (laughs) odd. Like, like, where did this puppy come from? Like, who was watching it? Who was feeding it? Is there water out? 
And Food? we don't see any other signs of Santa or anything. So it's not like we're supposed to believe that Santa exists in mm-hmm. this world, I believe. No. So it's like, where did somebody break into the house and just leave a puppy? Yeah. Where's the explanation? And the dad just goes, his sister's husband goes, well, I'll make coffee. That was his like, no, yeah. if I woke up and none of the adults brought the puppy, I'd be like, all right, you guys, like, we have we have to figure this we out. We have to figure this out. And Vanessa matter. Hudgens, her whole attitude, this whole fucking movie is like, well, we must, it's just happening. We must accept it. It's the spirit of Christmas. Whatever <laughs> happens, happens. Just lay back and take it. <laughs> she did She did look great in like that gorgeous knit sweater. <sighs> and beautiful. she had a white hat, matching turtleneck, and a cute jacket. She had so many winter jackets. Like, where does she store all those winter jackets? I have one winter jacket. I have one also. Who We're has so- that many winter jackets? <sighs> Every scene she had another fucking winter jacket. On. Ohioans, I guess, right? I know. I'm from Ohio. We do not have, have that many. many. <laughs> and chic ones, too. They Even when I lived in New York for years, I had like one or two chic ones. You know, when I moved... Teacher's salary, though. <laughs> the most expensive thing I had ever bought for like years was this winter jacket I got when I lived in Chicago mm-hmm. because my first winter there I got pneumonia <gasps> because I had just gotten like a cheap you know I didn't have any money so I got this cheap winter jacket and then I like saved my money and bought this one that was like at the time for me it was like so expensive and I treated it like so well but it yeah. lasted me forever yeah. and I still have it I think but it's like a winter jacket that I've had forever I think it's a good investment if you're living somewhere cold it's a timeless piece get a nice timeless quality winter jacket spend your money on a nice winter jacket because mm-hmm. you'll need it yeah you'll need it so true hey I'm Ryan Reynolds recently I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Oh. Anyway, he comes back to the present day. They kiss. And they decide they're going. He's going to stay and be in love, which is beautiful and romantic. Yeah, but also I would for sure think that they would break up shortly after Christmas. Yeah, because once all the the glitz of the holidays glitz is gone, glamour does it gets, Yeah, it's like okay, what do you guys? She's sleeping. He's going to be on the couch all the time, and she's used to living alone. She's going to be like, oh, this guy's not leaving the house. He's uh, who knows if he's going to be on the police force or not mm-hmm, when the snow melts. You know, what? what's it going to be like? Because you know he's going to get to the police force, and they're going to have to teach him so much. He's not going to understand anything. So the police force is going to be like, okay, we know we offered you a job, but like you're not working out because you're taking too long. They don't have the resources no. to be teaching some man about what things are like in 2019. And he has a sword. I think she explains that when he tries to pull out his sword at the diner, she goes, there's laws against that now. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I love that line. There's laws it's like, no, there's it. literally laws. That say you can't 
sword fight a person in a diner. Yeah. She's right. So what's he going to do? And how's he going to afford if they make him go to like police school? Mm-hmm. How's he going to afford it? The he don't have no money. He yeah. has not a single cent saved. He doesn't even have a bank account. Maybe they'll give him a scholarship because he saved the girl in the ice, the ice that's lake. True. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's possible. He's recruited. But you're right. This is where the sequel comes into play where if the brother goes back, it would be so fun if they tied it in. <gasps> but the redhead, she's fast. Maybe she'll be she's the lead. She's fast and loose. Maybe she'll be the lead. Yeah. But I don't think she's big. I think they would have a star, right? Like yeah. some sort of, I don't know. A Billy Bobby Brown type. No, probably Millie. too young. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that Millie Bobby Brown just gave like a press conference on bullying? This is me. I'm going to about is it to like- at the UN. Was it that? I don't remember where oh. it was, but she literally looks this. I'm being mean about her now. I don't even want to be, but she, she literally looks like 65 years old. Yeah. She looks like, like Natalie Portman. I love her though. And yes, she's a beautiful oh, young woman. Yes, she is. So I shouldn't be talking badly about her because she's like sticking up for but bullying. She looks but mature. she does look like very mature. Yeah. Anyway. Definitely. Uh, yeah. So that's the, the end. They ride off on a horse. It ends. I thought this movie was definitely like five stars, but also just one star. Like mm-hmm. it was. Very wonderful, but also terrible. Mm-hmm. Just lean back with way. the eggnog and just, you know, I, li- I like the tropes. It was so cheesy, but uh, some of the dialogue was really good. And that helps balance out the really weird moments. And high budget, too. I felt like the oh, snow, yeah. the sets, the decor was really w- wonderful. Of course, mm-hmm. I missed that makeover scene. Yeah. I thought the lead could have been cuter. I-, mm-hmm. I-, I thought he was cute enough if he would have been cleaned up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And again, I needed a scene of him brushing his teeth because mm-hmm. the whole movie I'm thinking your breath must stink. Mm-hmm. How did they brush their teeth back in medieval times? I think they used celery. What? Now that I think about it, I think that's something you learned at medieval times, right? I didn't know that. Yeah. I feel like, and listeners, correct that's me if I'm disgusting. wrong, but I think like you chomp into celery and then that's how they would do it. Or maybe they would use like sheep's wool or what? something. Or like, I don't think they consciously thought to brush their teeth. I'm blown away, Jenna. <laughs> your face is so funny. I'm blown away. <laughs> and so if you imagine chomping into a stalk of celery and then pulling and then it out, I think it. it naturally kind of brushed their teeth. But then all their teeth would fall out by the time they're 12. Although, and then their parents die. And then that's it. And then that's the end of the, the, end <laughs> of the it. End of, yeah. But also, I mean, I guess they weren't eating like processed foods like we were. So their teeth were probably... Just potatoes and whatnot. They just say potatoes, <laughs> potatoes all the time. <laughs> soup. What are medieval times? I feel like they just would give you soup and a and chicken. maybe a pheasant. Yeah, if you're lucky, you get a little guinea hen. And then I th- there were no big game, as far as I remember. M- remember from going to medieval times, <laughs> reading my placemat that I also colored sure, in. Sure. Yeah. We're That's going to medieval times. We have to go because I need to learn my going? history. Yes. Yeah. I'm looking it up on the break. <laughs> we got to figure it out. Jenna, this was oh. so fun. Any other final thoughts about Night Before Christmas? Spelled K-N-I-G-T. K-N-I-G-H-T. You know, I think that uh, I regard it as a classic sure. in the Netflix canon. I love Christmas Chronicles. I love this. Uh, and I'm all for it. I'll be watching this probably again. Like, I feel like this was one where I'll put it on again in the background. Like, While you're when doing I'm other baking stuff. or doing other stuff. Yes, because it, it was, sounds nice. It kind of like sounded nice and it was peaceful and it was really pretty to look at. And good music too. And I actually, this is very controversial because I've been looking at people's opinions online and I liked it better than Vanessa's Christmas movie last year. I totally where agree. She with played you. the, it was like parent trap ish. Mm hmm. Of course, I yeah. love that one, too. But mm-hmm. I thought th- that was Princess Switch, I think. Yeah, that was. Yeah. But this one is has all the fun medieval stuff. And yeah, it was it was cute. I want to encourage everyone to find us on social media. I'm at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. And you are at Jenna.Brister on the Insta. And 
Jenna Brister on Twitter. I'm off Facebook. Oh, you're off Facebook. Off I, Facebook. I really want to get off of it. I really don't Oof. like it. It's tough. It's it's been interesting being off of it. Listeners, if you guys are on Facebook too, you know it's just. I was at the point where I was like, I can't, I can't do this yeah. anymore. The only thing I go on there for now, there's like an everything iconic uh, private group that somebody mm. started, and I go on there for that because I like them. But otherwise, I like. I don't like my news feed. Like it. It stresses me out to see like cousins. I even had like recently cousins who were like messaging for money and stuff. And oh. I'm like, this is the devil's place. Yeah. Playground. Like people I haven't spoken to oh. in ages. Like, like they're hey. always doing like pyramid schemes yes. or like you get those messages Ronan about and Ronan and Fields or like <laughs> yes, any of those. And it's like, this is too much for me. I don't yeah. like it. Um, also, I don't like the way they run it, like Mark Zuckerberg and everything. Yeah. Anyway, um, there's what was I going to say? Oh, we have a a very merry iconic podcast Instagram account that yes. everyone can follow for updates. We're doing uh, Christmas with the Cranks mm-hmm. next week ish. Mm-hmm. It'll be our next episode out. I don't know when it'll be out, but we're doing that next. And then we don't know yet, but we'll we'll post on our Instagram when we do know. Yeah, and keep commenting. Let us know what ones you're loving. If you have any other recommendations? Right, right. Yeah, we're we committed to six for the holiday season. We may do more than that, but we may just do six. So just we'll see. Yeah, six or eighteen. Under promise. <laughs> under promise. Over to deliver. Mm-hmm. Okay, we love you guys so much for listening. Love you. Bye bye. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.